This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Clavio. Clavio helps brands build relationships across any distance, delivering email marketing moments your customers will appreciate, remember, and share in good times and bad. And since it's all driven by real-time e-commerce data, you can make sure every interaction feels more personal. When you have a 360-degree view of a customer, the growth possibilities are endless. Visit clavio.com slash duct tape to schedule a demo. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash duct tape. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jantz and my guest today is Ramon Ray. He is a longtime entrepreneur, author, speaker, founder and producer of Smart Hustle Media. Uh, his latest book is called Celebrity CEO, How Entrepreneurs Can Thrive by Building a Strong Personal Brand. Ramon, welcome to the show. Hey, John. Thanks for having me, man. It's great to be here and great to be your friend of many, many years. And uh, I've learned reading many of your books, your podcasts. So thank you for the work that you do to our community, John. Uh, well, th 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 thanks so much. And I, uh, gosh, it's, we're probably going back about 15, probably about 15 years ago. When yeah. were you doing the small business? Uh, my, my event, big, big event. Your events in, yeah. in New York, yeah. 2006, the first one was, okay. and you probably were at the, I can't remember which one you were at, but early days. <laughs> early days, yeah. So pretty pretty crazy, pretty crazy. So let's talk a little bit about your latest book, Celebrity CEO. Um, everybody wants to be a celebrity CEO, don't they? So, you know, what what, is it, what does it take, you know, beyond having a social media profile? Sure, that's a good question. I think there's two types of celebrities. One, John, is the proverbial Kim Kardashian, LeBron James. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Globally known presidents, et cetera. That's, everybody knows that definition. But what I'm talking about, I think yeah. everybody can be a Ramon, a John, a Lee, or whatever. And to my point, these names meaning we all have our lanes, very small mm -hmm. lanes. Outside of my world, nobody knows me, John. Nobody probably knows you. At, you're, you have a big name, but it's outside of certain worlds. Who sure, knows John? Sure, Dan? absolutely. And my encouragement to small business owners with this aspect of celebrity CEO, if you make pens – with the right things that John's talked about for years, you can be the most well-known pen maker in your community, right. in the pen world. Or secondary is geography. Maybe you're the best pen maker in Austin, Texas. So it's either geography, like plumbing, mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. industry. That's what that means. Right. <laughs> but there's some things that go with that, though, right? I mean, you're you're using very sort of down-to-earth examples, sure. the pen maker. But that pen maker has to have something that has people talking about them or, or has to have something, have a point of view about pens <laughs> right. you know, that, that nobody else has, right? I mean, that's that's kind of the, the difference. It's not just a matter of making a better product or having a bigger company. Right. There, there, are, there are certain elements that actually amplify that, right? Correct. And I think there's two parts of that. As you know, you do the same thing. I'm, I live on social media. And I think that, right, right. Thank, not that you have to do it. Zig Ziglar didn't have social media, but I think <laughs> social media has helped make it no excuses for the pen maker to do that. The platform, yeah. who, how you're telegraphing what you're doing. But two, yeah. as I say, John, you have to pop and sizzle. There was a time in my life when I recall going to the store, we get, you see the no frills brand. Nobody wanted that at the time, the black and white looking peaches yeah, yeah, or whatever right, right. it is. So I think the pen maker, you're right. You can't just be a pen maker, but you have to pop, sizzle, make a difference, get people to notice you and be different. And then you're marketing that and telegraphing that to the community and building it. As I'd like to say, John, I'm a firm believer in uh, uh, getting a smile before you get a sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and I think I, I really like the fact that you said, you, you know, act locally or think smaller mm -hmm. because I do think a lot of people think, 
oh, I just do this. You know, I'm not, I'm not one of those fancy people on TV. Um, and, and I really think it, <clears throat> I think it, and I talk to business owners all the time, you know, it's, if you're going to be the choice, if you're going to charge more, you know, than than your competitors, you know, there's got to be that celebrity, or or we might even call it authority or expertise. You know, you've got to be known, um, in in a way, and I think that that can be done in a very small way, can it? Absolutely, and I think that as you said, expertise. Yes, you could be the expert. No, you have to. Well, you should be that in some way, but it could right. be everybody gets to know you as the guy or the gal who wears purple shoes. That's a little, that's yeah. a trite example, but that's kind of what it is. Authors are a dime a dozen. Yeah. Plumbers yeah. are a dime a dozen. Speakers are a dime a dozen. Yeah. <laughs> but it's how can Ramon, John, whoever's listening to us, how can you make a difference and be more known that people will say, huh, we have a choice of two to three people. Let's right. pick Johnny because his glasses look like this. <laughs> and of course, he's a nice person, has great content. But but I want to reiterate that point. A lot of times the the then price goes down the list a little bit. You know, that that if if it's like I want that person or I've heard everybody's buyer and that person or that person does something that's just different, you know, it's like even a product that we get hooked on. It's like right. we'll pay a little more, you that's know, right. because that's that's you know, it's speaking to us, it's telling us a story. So you mentioned speaking and you mentioned books. Do we need to have one of those if we're gonna be one of these celebrity CEOs? It's a great point. So my playbook, I think so. I think there's about five things, John, that are important. I'll probably forget what the five or seven are. But I think that you can be an average business owner. Let's go back to the pen yeah. maker, which is a dumb yeah. example, but we'll use it. Unless you can think of a better one. So I'm the pen maker. I have my operations, my process, my business like everybody else. And I believe a few things that are important. I think, A, a book helps. A book's yeah. a calling card. A book sure. is, if, if I have one and you don't have one, that means something. Two, I'm a believer in having events. I think some sort of event, whether it's a show like this in person, which I won't get into now, but some sort of event is important. Three, strong social media presence. Four, I think you have, you should have some amount of third party uh, visibility and press, whether it's the traditional, I've been on Fox, ABC, CNN, or I'm on a John Jan's podcast. So I think that's four. Yeah. So I think things like that, John, as you're going up the tier of being a celebrity CEO, and I know you've done all those tiers, I've done all of them, <laughs> that's what it takes and it's sustained to be well-known in a market. So I think, yes, a book, is it a must? No, but I think it adds that authority, that feather in the cap that's important on the journey of solidifying being the celebrity CEO. Yeah, I, I, I suspect it doesn't mean as much as it used to in some ways because it's gotten so much easier to publish. So many, sure. so many publishers are putting out books. Uh, but I still think for, for the person who takes the time to pick up that book and read it, now all of a sudden they're having a conversation with you. Right. Um, the author. And I think that that goes a long way as much as sort of the cachet of the book. It's just it's like if somebody's going to take the time to read the book, they're going to have a like a deep dive into your mind. Um, and that's, you know, that's a pretty effective sales call. So, you know, you and I, we talked about when we started this and <clears throat> known each other at least 10, 12, 15 years. But uh, tell me a little bit about your path. I know you've had numerous businesses um, and sold a couple. So kind of what was your path? Uh, I think you're younger than me, but you've been doing this. I'm almost 50. (laughs) (laughs) So so what's what was what's kind of been your journey as an entrepreneur? Yeah, 
I was born in the Midwest, you know, to great parents, small little town, um, you know, cows just a few feet away, probably not on a farm, but, you know, Midwest, USA. <laughs> right, right. Um, and but the, the summary of the journey, John, listen, I was spent a number of years after I graduated from high school at the United Nations, which some people don't know, but I know, you know, spent at some time, I think, you know, at the United Nations. And I was there for a number of years. While there, John, I started two or three of my companies, a small technology consulting business, just me, solo business. And then I dissolved that, started my small biz technology.com blog. Uh, which I sold last year, um, but started that. And that really started this entrepreneurial journey. And I'm a reader, John, reading your books, duct tape marketing at some point of that journey, reading Inc. Magazine, entrepreneur. I give credit, you know, just reading. Um, yeah, and yeah. so being there until I was fired, John, fired because I wasn't, um, you, you have to get permission to be an entrepreneur at the UN. I had permission. It was taken away. Bottom line, I was fired or resigned. Um, yeah. And that launched me into full-time entrepreneurship where I had to make it work. And today, as you know, my I don't have clients like working directly. People think that. But my how I get make my living is working with large brands to produce right. events and do uh, influencer marketing. So that's the summary for people who don't know of how I make my living. Yeah. So, so tell me a little bit about selling the blog. Uh, did that go to somebody who was in the space or somebody that just wanted to have a blog? Uh, when somebody in the space, meaning this is somebody who you know, who, you know, many people have some, they're, they're building, um, platforms. You know, they want 10, right, right. 20, 30 blogs and get the SEO, the traffic, the yeah, domain ranking, yeah. all those things that you know better than all of us. And so that's what it was. They approached me through a mutual friend like Ramon. Would you like, you know, we would pay you some cash to have this. And I said, yeah. So for, cause for me, John, I really wanted to get, as you know, through Smart Hustle in the more the entrepreneurial space. And for me, it's really yeah. about, I've thought, you know, am I going to be big company X? Am I going to beat, I say this lovingly, Grant Cardone or so, you know, what am I going to be one of these? <laughs> I'm happy being Ramon. I got my little yeah. team of five. We have a nice book of clients. I reach a few thousand people every week and I'm happy. I live a great life. Me and my wife can travel and I'm happy with that. So Smart Hustle is my vehicle today to educate <laughs> entrepreneurs and amplify. And so that's what I do yeah. today. So um, obviously this is an audio. Um, if yeah. you go to the show notes, you're going to see a picture of Ramon and you're going to see that Ramon is a beautiful black man uh, and entrepreneur. And so I'm going to give you the Marvin Gaye question. What is going on right now? Absolutely. <laughs> Here's what I think is going on, John, in a nutshell. Clearly George Floyd was, was killed, unjustly murdered by the police officer who put his knee on his neck. We know that. Right, 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 right. And I think what's going on, John, I think that's a few things, and I'll just be brief because it's hard to encapsulate in a few words, but I think that there's a rage and a and an anger by many in the black community and more. White people were marching to and others and more <clears throat> that's highlighting the disparity between black and yeah. white in America. Um, and again, yeah. I'm not going to give a whole history lesson here, but as we all know, slavery, hundreds of years, <clears throat> Jim Crow laws, discrimination, movies, putting blacks in not so good light, all these things it just caused a discrimination. We, you may have seen the pretty good little video that shows of me, me and John Jansen in a race. And they say, Ramon, you can start. John, we're going to put weights on you and, you know, hold you back a bit. That's how it is. So I think, John, this has opened up a scab of America. People seeing that video, right. seeing right. the anger. And I think now, thankfully, it's caused a dialogue. There's a lot of politics involved, this side, that side. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the issue of people recognizing we're all biased. And in particular, talking about black America. The mm -hmm. historical context, discrimination and bias, and how can we all be better people, more empathetic people to recognize that John has biases, Ramon has biases, yeah. and how can we all work together uh, to make that right? And especially talking about black lives today, it's, you mm -hmm. know, this is the focus today, how do yep. uh, what we all do every day to kind of, as it were, make that right as best we can. This podcast is brought to you by Clavio, the growth marketing platform most recommended by other business leaders. 
In uncertain times, supporting your community and growing relationships with your customers is a strategy that will be appreciated, remembered, and shared. In good times and bad, open and empathetic communication with your customers is key. Email is and always will be one of the best channels for delivering these communications. Visit Clavio.com slash duct tape to schedule a demo. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash duct tape. So I'm, I'm interested as a longtime uh, entrepreneur. Sure. Um, if you, um, and, and maybe this will be through the lens of the rear view mirror, you know, it's like behind you now in afterthought. Um, do as an entrepreneur, did you feel held? Have you ever felt held back um, by, you know, or missed opportunities uh, because you weren't X, sure. Y, or Z? Yeah, it's an interesting question. I'll answer it two ways. And my wife has helped me actually see some things. As we talked in the green room offline, John, yeah. I do think there's a special DNA of entrepreneurs. Yeah. So where I get punched in the face, I may not notice it. I'll just be like, okay, let's keep moving because yeah. we are entrepreneurs, you and I. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's one I do want to recognize it because entrepreneurs, we're a special group of people. But yes, yeah. and I think held back, I wouldn't say for me, many have been. So I can't speak yeah. for all black people, yeah, but yeah. you know, this yeah. has been a huge, serious issue. But for me personally, yes, the things like going into the store, this happens often, John, especially when I'm in my non speaker gear, you know, looking <laughs> right, to be a right. bit more or, 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 or things of that nature. And that's just a minor, the small stuff, thankfully. Because of how I grew up, my parents were, et cetera, I haven't been on maybe a more negative side of the law. But if I was, then that's where things that happen to George Floyd come out. So me as a speaker, discrimination for sure. I've been given car keys, John. I was keynoting at an event in Brooklyn at a golf club. And I didn't begrudge the person, John. I don't think they woke up in the morning, I'm a racist. They just, going back to biases, he got out of his nice car. I was standing in the grass just looking around because it's a beautiful place. He got out, hey, young man, how are you? Here's my keys and I'll probably won't stay the whole time. Nice guy, but I'm like, thank you, sir. Here's your keys back. So, but but this this is, I think, the conversation that you and I can be friends and and yeah, and yeah. we're we're airing it, you know, or in a hotel where yeah. I'm standing again, as you know, you and I speak all over the world, standing in a hotel just chilling. And hey, sir, here's our bags. Uh, you know, um, we'll meet you at that. Like, stop, 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 stop. I'm not dormant. <laughs> so things like that do happen well, here. Yeah, and it's. You're saying it in a funny way. It's a sad, you know, thing that that bias, you know, those biases happen. But I think the point that you made earlier that, you know, as an entrepreneur, you you've maybe developed a really good muscle for reframing, you know, those things. Um, And, you know, other people uh, either can't or don't have that luxury. And and what's funny is and and I'm really trying to keep this about, you know, uh, entrepreneurs, because that's my lane. I mean, you and I talked about I'd love to change the world, but, you know, I've got like a certain amount of influence. Um, and, and I think that as entrepreneurs, white entrepreneurs, you know, a lot of uh, the, the same thing uh, that I think is occurring to them is that they don't realize that goes on because it's never happened to them. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and they were, you know, they've been invited into the thing and no, you know, that nobody's ever made them feel not welcome and, you know, whatever, you know, goes on. And so I think that there's a learning from from both sides of that that, that can happen. And I'm hoping the dialogues uh, like this and many, many more that can come, you know, will get people to, to just start actually realizing, you know, that this exists and, you know, can can start taking, you know, paths. If, if And I'm sure this has happened to you, you, you because you have so many friends around, 
the country around the world that I'm sure a lot of people have come to you and said, Hey, Ramon, what can I do? Yes. Um, yeah. what, what, how would you answer that? What, what, as an entrepreneur, you know, not let's take all the other political stuff aside, yeah. you know, as an entrepreneur, you know, what, what are some things that, that, that the business owners of any, you know, size, shape, and color, you know, could and should be doing. Yeah. I think there's a few things. I think those who have employees, I think just be open, reach out to your employees, not in an uncomfortable, crazy way. It could be private, it could be public, and I'll leave that to however you want to do yeah. business. But yeah. just reach out and say, listen, thanks for being here. How can I help? I, you know, how can I help? Um, yeah, I would let's stop there because I can go on, but how can I help? I think that's one, especially if you have employees, that's my point. I think yeah. as you and I kind of, we have a team, but, you know, we're sitting in front of our home at our computers. I think it's just right. being aware. You know what? Take duct tape marketing since you asked, you know, wow, I've had 500 white guests in the past, you know, five years. John's not a bad person. I know you, John, but we have five always. We go with those we know. Yeah. Same with yeah. me. So I think that's the second thing I would say and probably the best thing, you know, just in a simplest way. Let me just realize, you know what? I haven't talked to Jenny so long. Or I, I, so those are some things I would say. I think we're aware and that we try to uplift others. And I think that we're willing to check ourselves. And I think yeah. the th third thing I'll say, John, and I've heard this as I've been exploring my own conversations, is that we're willing to listen. Sometimes mm -hmm. I heard a friend of mine, Dana White, talk on an interview she was at, and I think she said sometimes people get justified. I say, John, hey, listen, what you did here, John, wasn't so cool. No, no, Ramon, I didn't. Well, <laughs> I could be wrong, but it's okay for John at least to chew on it 24 hours and say, you know, yeah, I could have said that better. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and and obviously you and I have a lot of trust, um, yes. and and that you know takes time sometimes to develop. But you know, I would I would tell people, you know, especially you know a lot of just you know I'm picking on us white people, but you know a lot of just unknowing, you know, I mean you got to just start having these conversations to say, hey Ramon, you know what have I been doing wrong, you know, or what have I not noticed or who could you introduce me to? And just like, let's get over it. Let's not make those uncomfortable conversations. You know, let's, let's just saying, Hey, I want to do better. You want to do better. How can we do that? That's right. That's right. And I think also, um, John, I think the other thing is that just to, um, as you said, I think is to just, we're aware of it and to, and to open other pools to be able to say, right. Hey, listen, I'm going to choose today to go do this. I'm going to choose today to go in this door. I'm going to choose today to hang out with this group. I'm going to choose today to ask these questions. I think that's another thing. I think it's very important. The more people who are aware, the more of us who are willing to have the conversation. Oh, and the other thing I would say, especially to my white friends in particular, I would say that John's great guy. John hears something by an idiot, you know, well-meaning or not, to say, listen, Joe, Bob, whatever it is, that's not cool, or you shouldn't do that, or whatever, you know, so I think that's, yeah, like yeah, the officers, yeah. right, we saw it again, not getting political, but just since that was, we all saw it, if one officer would have said, yo, listen, it's he, he, he passed out, take your foot, take, come on, let's go, let's go, yeah, let's yeah, yeah, yeah. conversation. it would have been different if they would have said yeah. something, so. Yeah, 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 good, great, great, great point. All right, so uh, where do we go from here? Yeah, I think it's a great question. I think that you know, listen, I think that it's incumbent upon those of us uh, who are Black American or or minority, as it were, as it were. I think it's important for us to say yes when you ask me, Ramon. I'd love to talk. I could have said no, but no, I, I have to say yes and talk. And I think that's two. It's easier with people we trust, you know, yeah. people we know have a good heart. And I think three, I would say that listen, John. I think the number one thing: let's all be more empathetic as entrepreneurs. Let's all be, we're on that dais, we're on the, the groups we're in, we're on the entrepreneur this, the entrepreneur that, the small business this, small business that. Hey, listen, there's three of us here. Let me let me ask Ramon for a referral. Maybe it's not Ramon. Hey, Ramon, listen, we're having a panel. I'd love to get some other perspective. Can you guide me? Because I don't know Ramon. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and I want to yeah. do better. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I, and I think that's a, a really great point because, you know, there are certain industries, uh, certain parts of the world, you know, that, that you, you know, you almost have to be, well, you do have to be intentional about bringing more diversity. I mean, it's just a fact. Um, and so you're, you're right. I mean, that, that's certainly something that I plan to do. And, uh, listeners, you can you can expect that uh, from me uh, long term. So, Ramon, it was great catching up with you. Um, hopefully, uh, uh, next time we're uh, we can all get out there on the road again. We can spend some time together in New York or wherever you are. You want to tell people how they can find out more about, yeah. about you and and uh, what you're up to? Thanks, and I appreciate it. One thing I did start at this. I think education is is important for all of us. And if people want to check out BlackEducationFund.org, BlackEducationFund.org, I'd be grateful. Uh, also, but of course personally, RamonRay.com or SmartHustle.com. But John, it's been great. Thank you for your leadership. Thanks for all you do. And thanks for being my friend, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. you, you, thank, thank you so much for stopping by. You take care. Man.